When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Caves and Cliffs update is without a doubt going to be the biggest physical change to the overworld since the update aquatic of 2018. So far we've only seen the smallest glimpse of three new cave biomes plus a tiny hint at new mountain generation. But we all know that there is much more to come. What new biomes might the Caves and Cliffs update bring to Minecraft? Let's find out in this episode of Dig Straight Down. What is going on, crafters? Welcome to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC, recording on Monday, October 26th. 2020, of course. So I hope you all are doing well. Yes, I'm recording on the day that I would have usually released this episode on. I'm sorry this episode is a day late, but I wanted to spend time with my family. The weekend was pretty crazy, so that's my excuse. I'm going to try to stick with an episode a week, so... It might be a little flexible on what day it comes out, but I'm always going to try to do it on Mondays and Tuesdays if I can't do Mondays, of course. So that being said, there's a there's a little bit of news here in this uh, first little bit. Uh, Mojang recently announced that Minecraft Java accounts will be migrating from Mojang accounts to Microsoft accounts. And like many of you, I'm sure myself, I didn't quite understand what this meant, so I did a little bit of digging. Basically, a few things that this means for us is increased security for our accounts with two-factor authentication, which means it'll be harder for someone to access our account without our permission. Um, All of our PC Minecraft games will be connected to the same account. Uh, Mojang has said currently that is Minecraft and Minecraft Dungeons. But who knows what will come next, and hopefully they're going to release some more Minecraft PC games, which would be really awesome. They're definitely leaving the door open to that possibility, which is great. Uh, There's going to be improved parental controls, which is good for us parents who who their kids want, want to be playing Minecraft, but you want to make sure they're playing it in a safe environment and also, you know having an eye, uh, an eye on their activity there, that's a good thing. And chat and invitation blocking, um, which is a, a great thing too. Th- but this has caused a lot of confusion among Java players. A lot of people worried about their information being given to yet another big corporation, um, what this information is going to be used for, what this means for Java players and the future of Java Edition, all of that. There's a lot of confusion out there. There, There's a lot of people on the negative side, a lot of people seeing the positives. But I want to encourage you, I'm not going to choose sides on this at all, but I want to encourage you to do your own research. Go look at the link that is in the description of this episode. It'll take you to an article that you can read more about this. Um, but do your own research. You can come to your own conclusions. I don't think that this is going to be bad for us. 
But again, I don't really know a lot about the details. I don't know a lot about what is actually going on. So this is just something that has happened in recent days for me. And I encourage you to do your own research if you are a Java player. This is something that you might need to know more about. So that being said, guys, let's dig into the next segment of this episode. And I'm introducing a little bit of a new segment here. This is going to be Community Challenges. And a couple of episodes ago, I challenged the community to find a new use for bottles of Dragon's Breath. Now, currently, Dragon's Breath obviously can only be obtained from the Ender Dragon using empty bottles. When the Ender Dragon does its breath attack, you can run close up to the, the cloud of Dragon's Breath and use an empty bottle and collect it. And Dragon's Breath is currently used to create tipped arrows in the Java edition of Minecraft. In Bedrock Edition, they have a much easier, much more simple way of <laughs> making uh, tipped arrows that I'm very jealous of. But in Java, the reason I don't really use tipped arrows very much is because you have to use Dragon's Breath to get them. And it's a little bit ridiculous that tipped arrows, which are not very powerful and don't really make that much sense a lot of the times, are such an end-game feature. It really should not be an end-game feature. So I wanted my community, my audience, to come up with new uses of dragon's breath and a couple ideas came up from infinite diamond infinite diamond says dragon's breath could be used to make the portal to a new dimension possibly the moon or they could be used to respawn the ender dragon i really like that idea there of using dragon's breath to activate a portal to a new dimension that really that really justifies bottles of dragon's breath being in the game items because obviously we would only really want to go to a new dimension after we were kind of done with the end or after we've opened up the end to exploration we we go out we explore the the end we we look at the things that are out there but then we have the bottles of dragon's breath which i'm i'm imagining could be used to splash onto a portal frame of some kind that would then activate a portal to a new dimension and like Infinite Diamond said, possibly the moon. I would love to go to the moon. This has been something that uh, certain developers have talked about in the past. So it's definitely on their mind. And I know for a fact that Mojang developers have said over and over that they work. They're, they're, they're thinking a, a, a many steps in advance. So right now they're working on, obviously... The Caves and Cliffs update, but in their mind, and, and they might be making notes, and they might be brainstorming about an end dimension update, and possibly a moon dimension update as well, which is exciting to me. I would love to go to the moon. I would just love for there to be new dimensions in general, um, but yeah, this would be a really cool way to get there. We use Dragon's Breath to activate a portal. I love that idea, Infinite Diamond. Good work on that, and keep them coming. Uh, Incredimike says, Maybe this is cheating, but being able to apply some effects to weapons temporarily would be cool. And if that was another feature of lingering potions, that the effect lingers on the blade of your sword, that might be able to stack extra enchantments at least temporarily. 
The effect could be similar to the oils that the Witcher applies to his blade in the games to buff against undead, beast, etc. Now, I've never played The Witcher, and I've never watched the TV show, and I've read the books. That's just not a fandom I've gotten into. But I like that idea of almost like this vampire hunter kind of thing, like you're, 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 you're anointing your weapons with this special oil or the special substance that is more damaging to a certain breed of monster i really loved that idea and maybe um maybe you could take a bottle's bottle of dragon's breath drop it into an enchanting table and it infuses the dragon's breath with a certain effect whether that's looting or sharpness or cleaving i guess for axes now i think that the the next um a new enchantment coming to Axis is actually called Cleaving. So basically enchanting a bottle of um, Dragon's Breath and then adding that to an axe or maybe even a stack of arrows or maybe your your, your armor or your sword, it gives an extra enchantment to your gear that maybe it fades away over time maybe there's a timer on it and the longer it's in your hand or the longer that you have it equipped the more that time runs out so you have incentive to sort of stash it away a little bit so that you have this powerful weapon in your inventory but you're going to save it for a very specific use or for a very specific encounter in the world I think that would be a really, really cool idea. So thank you, Incredimike, for that idea as well. So for the next community challenge I am putting out there, I would like to see some ideas to make the desert well useful. Something to make the desert well something that you would actually go out there and look for. Because currently as it stands, the desert well is just that. It's just a random well out in the desert, has some water in it, and literally nothing else. It's a rare structure. It's something that is cool to find, but beyond just seeing it in the distance and being, oh, there's a rare structure over there, there's really no reason why you would go over there and investigate it. So guys, I want you to give me a reason to go find desert wells. Maybe they have a secret treasure hidden there. Maybe there's a mob there that, that, that drops something interesting, or maybe the water in the wet well has a very unique property. Give me a reason to go look for desert wells, and I will read your ideas out on the show. And if you want to get in on this, join the Discord. The link is going to be in the show notes, or you can drop me an email at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. So guys, with that being said, let's dig into the next segment of this episode. And for the next segment of this episode, we have a feature review. And this feature review is going to be about the World Spawn. The World Spawn is that area of the world where you first drop in. When you log into a world, you create a new world and you drop in. That is where you are. You are at the World Spawn. And there are a few interesting facts about the world spawn that I found on the Minecraft wiki. Number one, new players initially spawn within a small area surrounding the world spawn point when the server is not in adventure mode. This area is 21 blocks by 21 blocks by default. Number two, when the player loads into the world or respawns, the game searches within the world spawn area, that 21 by 21 area, and places the player on a grass block. 
Any non-solid such as string, carpet, and flowers that are placed directly above a grass block causes the block to become an invalid spawn point. However, if all grass blocks are removed or have non-solid blocks, the player spawns directly in the center of the 21 by 21 area. Number three, the world spawn point itself cannot be changed using the set world spawn command. Number four, when the server settings specify the default game mode as adventure, then the normal spawning mechanic is ignored and players are spawned directly on the world spawn point. The only thing that I would change about the world spawn point I, I wish there was a way to control exactly where the players spawn into the world without removing all the grass blocks or the world being in adventure mode. Um, and sometimes you don't want them to spawn directly in the center of that 21 by 21 block area. Maybe there's a, there's a very specific block that you want them to spawn on. I really wish there was an easy way to set the world spawn point exactly where you want it in survival mode, not in adventure mode. Other than that, I think that the world spawn mechanic is fine. I tend to build my first house very, very close to spawn um, because obviously there are going to be those times where you die and your either your bed is obstructed or you forgot to reset your spawn. And so having some security measures in place at your world spawn point is always a good idea. So I rank the world spawn as it stands right now in vanilla minecraft a 9 out of 10 it is a nearly perfect feature we have some thoughts on the world spawn uh, from the discord server high hope says i love that in java the world is always running in those chunks which is actually another interesting fact about um, the world spawn point that those chunks are always loaded um, as for a change, I'd like a way to move spawn in survival. I think the spawn chunks are great, but I'd rather dig straight down. There's a little reference there, um, and I'm very flattered. I do think that the Spawn Chunks podcast is a much better podcast than this one, but hey, they are the standard to which I am striving towards. So thank you for that uh, that uh, bit of appreciation there, High Hopes. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and Credit Mike says, I think that the spawn can make or break the map. There are a bajillion possible maps with infinite opportunity for new generation, but every map seed will be judged by its spawn or immediate area. It often takes me a few tries to generate a good spawn area for my new projects. And that's a good point to bring up as well. Um, often when we're looking for new worlds as players, unless we're going to generate, I'm not, I, I think there are programs and websites out there that will allow you to sort of overview a whole world without you actually having to load it up in your um, game. Um, but for those of us who don't really do that a lot, don't really go into that, that much of depth, usually when we look at, we're looking for a new world, whatever our first impression of the general spawn area is, we either write off the world completely or we, we fall in love with it. So it could be a really, really, really good spawn point and we love the way it looks, but the rest of the world around it is pretty horrible. Or it could be the other way around. We could be generating into an incredible world full of awesome landmarks and awesome generation, but the, the spawn point just happens to be kind of ugly looking and we throw the whole thing away because we didn't give it a second chance. So that's, that's, that's an, a good point to bring up. I don't think that there's any way to fix that or get around it other than maybe take the time, look beyond the spawn point, and uh, get a better idea of what the world is. So that being said, let's dig into the main discussion of this episode.
And for the main discussion of this episode, guys, we are going to be talking about ideas for new biomes in the Caves and Cliffs update. Now, <laughs> I um, promised that I would talk about this particular subject in this episode, um, but then so many other things came up uh, with with um, on Twitter. Um, Olroff, the uh, the developer, the Mi- uh, Minecraft developer, was w- started talking about some really really interesting things, and I was like, uh, I could do a whole podcast on that. But so I'm saving those things. For the next podcast and hopefully the information won't be too outdated but I was very excited it was going to be all about archaeology and stuff but I promised already that I would talk about ideas for biomes and I'm excited about ideas for biomes I think that there's a lot of potential here so that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode we're going to save the very very exciting things about archaeology for the next episode um so yeah stay tuned for that and if you have any ideas for archaeology or anything in general, uh, please either join the Discord or send me an email. So, let's get into it. Now, I have like uh, five ideas here for new biomes. And, yeah, I had just a few notes about each one, too. So, I'm just going to go down the list here. So, my first idea for a new biome would be the crater biome. So, I was just thinking about caves and mountain generation and stuff and something that i would love to see would be craters generating in the world and these craters would be uh would consist of a ring of mountains surrounding a deep basin area with a raised area in the middle where the player could find a meteor and a meteor would be sort of just a pile or a cluster of special blocks now these meteor blocks or meteor rocks could be radioactive light sources and if you touch them or if you get too close to them it would cause nausea because they're radioactive and it's sort of um, simulating that sickness that you can get from radioactive material. I would love this specifically because it hints at the idea of more world beyond the overworld. So maybe it's hinting at things that might be on the moon or hinting at things that might be among the stars of the world of Minecraft. So it's 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 giving the idea that there are things out there that exist beyond what you can travel to on foot or by elytra. I think craters um, would be a good way to introduce that whole idea of outer space and bring in that discussion of, hey, could we possibly go to the moon one day? Um, would be really cool. Uh, also could be interesting, an opportunity to build things like laboratories and, and uh, space race type structures in the world, um, using craters as inspiration for that. So I would love to see craters and meteor rocks added to the game. Also, meteor rocks being radioactive and being light sources, there's a lot of things that we could do with that. So if we wanted to trigger nausea without um without having someone eat suspicious stew or a pufferfish uh maybe they could just touch a a meteor rock but also meteor rocks being light sources of course everyone wants new light sources and any type of light source being added would be good but this one would be able to would be giving us a light source that's more sci-fi maybe or maybe it looks more um uh, organic, but really, really rough, so kind of giving an eerie sort of horror genre of light sources. I think that would be really, really cool. The second idea that I had 
for a biome would be volcano biomes. And I know this is a very basic idea that everyone has had, but really I think that um, the Caves and Cliffs update would be really missing out on an opportunity if they did not add volcanoes to the mix or some sort of volcanic biome. These could be sources of new blocks such as ash blocks. And ash, of course, is something that happens when a volcano erupts. It just spews ash into the air and it can fall down um, and create these deposits. And I actually, at one point, um, my family owned this carving of a volcano and it was actually carved out of a chunk of ash that that volcano had uh, erupted. And so the idea of there being new blocks that kind of tell a story of maybe the eruption of the volcano um, could be really, really cool. Also, I don't want there to be active volcanoes in Minecraft. I don't want there to be a risk of a, a lava-filled explosion. Um, I think that that would be a bad idea. But but maybe something like a dormant volcano or a volcano that's just sort of gently oozing lava, giving the idea that it has already erupted maybe a long time ago, I think that would be a better idea there. Obviously, there would be plenty of magma and obsidian around because those are volcanic things that we already have in the game. And I think these volcanoes would, be, would occur mostly in the ocean and then some on the land. I think that the idea of having volcanic islands out in the oceans would be very cool and add to a more tropical experience. And then you'd have some on the land. Um, I don't know if this reflects real life. I don't know if real life volcanoes occur, occur more in the ocean, but I, I think that having volcanic islands in Minecraft would be pretty awesome. The volcanic biome would include colorful mineral springs and sulfur deposits, which would be like stone with bright yellow infused throughout it. And these ideas were really inspired by Yellowstone National Park here in the United States. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an active volcanic site that honestly it could explode at any time and completely ruin life for many, many people. It's a very scary idea. But the, Yellowstone has a lot of hot springs and volcanic features there that are very colorful and very beautiful. So I, I think that we could reflect that with a volcanic biome in Minecraft. And something sort of literally branching off of the volcanic biome would be lava tubes. And these would be tubes and caves that are stretching underneath volcanic biomes. There would be tons of magma and obsidian there. Idea number four, fossil caves. Now this is probably what I'm the most excited for here. When I was thinking about fossil caves, the idea that I had was something very prehistoric and primitive. So think about cavemen or Neanderthals, people who lived in caves in the ancient days of our own history. So what we would find in fossil caves would be cave paintings. And I think literally these would be like paintings that we have already in Minecraft, but more primitive looking or more caveman-esque um, and just up on the walls of the caves in random places. Um, and this could be just a whole new set of paintings that we could collect as well. There would be bone blocks fossils that are set into stone. Maybe we can use the brush to brush the fossils free. There would be petrified logs, and I think, I'm not sure, but I think that petrified logs are already available in 
Minecraft may be using commands to summon them in, or maybe they're in creative, but I'm pretty sure that petrified logs are already there. This would just bring them into regular vanilla survival gameplay. There would just be signs of ancient primitive life all around. Uh, this could double as excavation sites for the archaeology system. Maybe we could find ancient ceremonial masks or rattles or drums. I really love the idea of being able to find like primitive instruments. Because right now, the only way we can make music in Minecraft is by using uh, note blocks and making these very complex systems that are really cool and fun to see. Um, but there, it, it might be interesting to have more primitive, basic ways of making music in Minecraft. Um, and maybe the different instruments have different effects on mobs. So maybe a if you find an ancient... Um, tambourine or an ancient rattle maybe maybe that has an effect on creepers so if you use a rattle around a creeper maybe it sends it away or maybe it um, maybe it lures it if you're trying to collect it uh, or maybe a drum has an effect on zombies that ward zombies off if you're if you're if you're using a drum so in those times where you've run out of arrows or your sword breaks you have a drum on you you, you use the drum and all the undead just scatter they don't want to have anything to do with the ancient ceremonial drum i don't know maybe that would be cool maybe not so yeah you guys let me know the last idea that i have not my favorite idea but it would be really cool to have in the game these would be called rich caves and these would be rare caves and honestly, the only thing that would be different about them would be that they have tons of ores. So literally, you're mining, you stumble into a cave, you place a torch down, and all of a sudden you see that you're surrounded with emerald ore, gold ore, iron ore, and diamond ore just seemingly covering the whole thing. These would be, these would have to be, in order to balance this out, these would have to be the rarest biome in Minecraft. Like you have very very little chance of ever finding one which would make finding it all the more exciting so you're say you're just strip mining and you're strip mining for miles and miles and just all of a sudden you stumble into one of these caves and just your whole the whole mining expedition just is paid off immediately because you find all these ores and emeralds and um this this could honestly if you're if you're playing on a uh, multiplayer server and you have some sort of server economy going on this could be a rags to riches story for you too maybe your shops aren't doing too well in the shopping district and uh, you really need an economic boost so you go you're going mining and you're looking for diamonds and all of a sudden you find one of these rich caves and you suddenly just become one of the most rich richest players on the server so i don't know it's a fun idea not a lot to it basically it's just a concentration of ores maybe it's not balanced enough i don't know but i thought it was fun so if you guys have any ideas about any of these things please feel free to let me know so i feel like this was a very relaxed chill episode there wasn't a lot of super exciting things going on um but yeah that brings me to the end of the episode so guys if you want to have any of your ideas read out on the show, please email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com or you can join the Discord. The link is in the show notes. I would love to see more names pop up on that thing. You can also connect with me on Twitter. My handle is at rebeljc underscore 92. And guys, if you would like to, if you don't mind, drop by Apple Podcasts and leave a review on the show. I know most of you guys are listening on Spotify, and that is awesome. 
But you can't leave reviews on Spotify, unfortunately. At least I don't think you can. But you can on Apple Podcasts. So, guys, if you are feeling extra generous, <laughs> uh, drop by Apple Podcasts and leave a review on this show. I would really love to see it. So, until next episode, guys, as always, continue to dig straight down, and I will see you in the next episode.